Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. We say hello to you on a Tuesday here in the capital city. Oh, man, do we have a good show lined up for you today as well. Um, not only will be we doing a lot of cyclone conversation, Alex Halstead will be our guest, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. That's 24-7 Cyclone Alert with Alex Halstead. Uh, also from CBS Sports, Matt Snyder, Major League Baseball, coming up at about 440-ish. Uh, we will have him on the show. And don't forget, with the day being Tuesday, the Hawkeye Huddle as well today at 5 o'clock. Trent, how you doing, my man? Doing well, Jimmy B. Getting excited back in the Hawkeye Huddle saddle here on Tuesdays and 1700. Excited to uh, talk a little Hawkeyes with Brett Ridge and Dave Creighton Jr. coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Before then, some Cyclone talk with Alex Halstead, as he said, Jimmy B. And my baseball team. A night off last night, a little time away from me from the television, at least as it pertains to what I want to watch. Gave thanks to mm-hmm. Ella, gave thanks to Tara last night, gave them a shot to watch what they want, but it's back to baseball tonight. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, and there's a real important series, and I'm not really talking about the Cubs and Pittsburgh. I'm talking about St. Louis and Milwaukee, Trent. That mm-hmm. that series can make or break one of those teams. It's at the time where when bad streaks certainly can put you out of the mix. Both of those teams with outside chances to make a little bit of run. You know, Speaking of that, uh, CBS, and we'll have Matt Snyder later in this hour talking some baseball with us. Uh, they came out yesterday with basically a breakdown of everybody's schedule. Now, this was before yesterday's games, but still could give you a pretty good look at everything. You mentioned the National League Central. We've talked about the Cubs, how easy their schedule is. The Cubs' the remaining opponent's winning percentage, 48% going forward. Not only that, they also have 19 games at home against 14 away. But as easy as theirs are, the Cardinals is even easier. Uh, look at this. Mm-hmm. Their schedule the rest of the way, the remoting, remaining opponent's average uh, in win percentage, 46.9%. Wow. They got to hand it a pretty good schedule. Now, the difference between the two is the Cardinals play 13 at home as opposed to 19 on the road. Uh, Brewers just a shade over 500 the rest of the way, the teams they play, and uh, even split 16 and 15 for home and away for those. So if you want to dig a little bit deeper, you want to take a look at, at those numbers, you can check those out over at CBSSports.com. And I throw it out the American League wildcard one, Jimmy B, but good God, you, you know how that thing is. I mean, there's so many teams. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Uh, yeah. So involved. What we do know, Jim, you, you were about to say it yesterday. Boy, the Royals, that was ugly again last night. You know, it has been like 364 days that they haven't scored a run. I mean, that's what it feels like, Trent. I I mean, it is just turned into a monster debacle. Now, I I don't know how you can say that since they made that run to get back into it, and at one time they were the number two team in the wild card, Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden they have just hit the wall and they cannot do anything. They, I know. Look, I know they're trying. I've listened. I listened to the manager. I've listened to the players talk. We're trying our butts off, but they're just not hitting the baseball. And this is the wrong time to have the bats go quiet. You and I both know that. It's uh, one of those times, certainly, that you look at Jimmy B and. and... With the Royals, the mix is still there. You know, last week, the Twins, they lose that series against the White Sox. It turned out to be a five-gamer. 
But the good news for them is nobody's really gaining traction at this point. Uh, the Orioles are playing a little bit better. Maybe they have a run in them. But you know, the great thing about it is it's a fun race and everybody's in it. But the reason everybody is in it because there aren't a whole lot of very good teams. That's you know the, the difference yeah. here is you're talking about a bunch of very flawed teams. And, and we look at it from the local perspective. You mentioned the Royals and the offensive struggles mm-hmm. that they had. Danny Duffy on the DL and then hit with a DUI from a Burger King last night. Now that's right. not, that's not a good scene, certainly. But all these teams have flaws. It, it doesn't matter if you're listening to Sports Talk Radio in Seattle. They be talking about the Mariners' flaws here. We talk about the Royals and the Twins. It, wherever you go, these are flawed baseball teams. I don't see anybody running away and all of a sudden, you know, gaining a big gap between everybody else. The Yankees are still above. The Twins are in that second spot. But I don't have any confidence in any of these teams over the last 31 games or so, somebody going 21-10. and 10. I can't see that out of any of these teams. I'm with you. I, I'm absolutely with you. I just don't think that's, that's going to happen. Trent, I don't, I don't even see that out of the Cubs, to be honest with you. And, uh, look, I, I just think that we, we, you and I are both on the same page where we believe that they will indeed hang on to win the NL Central. And then once you get into the playoffs, then it's on. But this has not been the type of season that I think most Cubs fans thought they were going to get. But from the standpoint of still having Milwaukee hanging around, St. Louis is not out of it yet, but they could be if Milwaukee has a lot of success in this series that they will begin. I, I, you, and then you go to the American League. Look, they're, they're set. Nobody's going to run down the Astros. They're far and away the best team in the American League. But that wild card picture, and you talked about flaws. So every one of these teams, you turn on Sports Talk Radio, and you're right, in their respective cities, they're going to talk about how flawed these teams are, not how great this is to be in a wild card hunt. It's uh, it's going to be a fun race. I think yeah. it's something that's yeah. going to keep a lot of cities entertained. It's going to go down to the wire. And we'll talk some more baseball coming up at 440 with Matt Snyder from CBS Sports. Before that, though, Jimmy B., uh, a lot of things also on the local front to hit, including uh, a sad story that comes out last night. Certainly disappointing, Jake mm-hmm. Knott, and uh, yeah. arrested for shoplifting up in Ankeny, jailed on the theft charge, and sounds like, boy, a, an ugly layer underneath the surface to Jake Knott. You know, he was such a terrific college football player at Iowa State. And I always go back, and you and you know I love the Cyhawk week. I go back and reference the game where he had the tip pass to himself and made the interception. Uh, he, he got to the NFL and played a lot for the Philadelphia Eagles in that first season, and I think they thought at that time that he was going to be in the league for a while. And then he gets busted for PEDs, and he had injuries, probably took those drugs to see if that would help him recover faster. We, we all know what, you know what that's about when you're making money the way that they can make money in the NFL and how important it is to be on the field and not on the uh, injured list. And got released, went to Miami, struggled there, and the rest, as they say, is bad history. And apparently, Trent, he was in that store even before he got busted and stole items. And then when he came back to that store a few days later, 
that's when store managers recognized him from the videotape of before, and then that's when they had him arrested. Uh, it's This is sad. It's really sad, and all you can do is hope that somebody can get to him and hopefully – uh, get his head screwed on right. Otherwise, this this is going the wrong way, and it and and it may end up really bad. Yeah, yeah, and, and there could be a lot more worse things out there, and plenty of rumors, yes, yeah. you know, that that continue to swirl around. A guy that you know, was suspended for PEDs during his NFL career. You wonder what else possibly could be happening with that. Uh, certainly, concerning news and sad news, and you know, this is the this is the sad part of football that. A lot of times we just sweep under the rug. You know, it's it's not something that's easy to talk about. You know, when you see these kind of things happen, you know, we we go back to a couple of years ago in Tyler Sash and and what happened there, and you just hope that this is not the same route that Jake Knott is heading. But but football's a violent sport, and with that violent sport uh, comes this part of it. It's disappointing mm-hmm. to see. It's sad to see, but at the very least, you hope that if there are issues with Jake Knott, that he's going to get the help that he needs and he can be on a path to recovery to put him back on the positive side of things. You're great. An outstanding player, self-made kid right here in central Iowa, Waukee. You know, all those different things that we love about our local sports. And then there's this side, and you're just out there hoping everything turns for the better. I'm with you, pal. I I just hope that... Somebody can get to him and and get him straightened out. The other interesting story uh, of local interest that came out today uh, was when some of the players for the Iowa Hawkeyes met the news media. Uh, Now the starting quarterback is no longer Nathan Stanley. I repeat that. The starting quarterback for the Iowa Hawkeyes is no longer Nathan Stanley. It is, however, Nate Stanley. So he, I guess he referenced, and I saw this on Twitter, that he doesn't want to be called Nathan because he's afraid that somebody calls him Nathan, it was something that he did bad, and his mom was <laughs> going to uh, call him out on it. So from now on, Trent, uh-huh. it's Nate, it's Nate Stanley, the starting quarterback for Iowa. Yeah, Nate Stanley, he's uh, going with the name change. He's going opposite of Mitch Trubisky, who turned into Mitchell Trubisky. He wanted to go yes. with what his mom called him. This one, he doesn't like hearing that because he thinks he's in trouble. So it's now Nate Stanley that we're going to go with. How many times are we going to screw that one up, Jimmy B? Oh, who knows? I mean, it'll it'll come out, Nathan, every once in a while, you know, and then we'll have to correct ourselves, just like when we talk about the Chargers. It'll take us a oh. while to get used to seeing L.A. Chargers. Just San Diego's just going to roll out for a while. I mean, it's inevitable, and, I, you know, listeners will understand that. But I, I think the Nate thing is now uh, I, I, can, I, can, I can make that happen a little more easy uh, than saying the L.A. Chargers. Nate rolls off the tongue a little easier than L.A. Chargers. Yeah, just just a little bit easier. Yeah, the the Chargers one has tripped me up a couple of times this summer. It happened to me again yesterday. I don't know how long it's going to take me for that one. That that one is still <laughs> a struggle for me. Is going with San Diego. Hey, they're the trip ups, and I will work to be better. How about that, Jimmy B? Always that's, that's trying good, to improve. Pal. Yeah, always trying to get better. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do for you today. Well, also today we heard from Kirk Ferentz and a couple of the players over in Iowa City. As mentioned, the Hawkeye huddle coming up at 5 o'clock. But some conversations, uh, well, it's a standard Kirk press conference. There was a Ben Roethlisberger uh, reference. Uh, That Mm -hmm. means that uh, he brings that up. Dallas Clark, you know, that's usually in there a whole lot. 
you can pretty much expect what Kirk is going to say before every press conference. He hits the same beats a whole lot. He does. I mean, there, you can just pretty much just replay something from five years ago right. and just and, and just change the names. That's that's the way that it always comes out uh, when when Kirk is standing there, especially when he's standing there with a tie on. You know, when he when he goes a little more formal like that, then you know that you can probably pull something out from five years ago and just insert the different names for the game that he's getting ready to speak about. And it's pretty much the same speech and the same answers uh, that he would give on certain questions that would be asked. Well, for a couple weeks, we had to continue talk as Iowa searches for help at the wide receiver position about Matt Quarles, a grad transfer that comes in from New Mexico, played in a triple option offense down there, didn't put up huge numbers. Nobody in that kind of offense puts up huge numbers, but a guy that graduated from college in three years as a D1 athlete, that's incredibly impressive. He has two years of eligibility, and he showed up on that depth chart. Kirk talked a little bit about him, took a little bit longer for him to go, but uh you know, expectation level. The wide receiver group continues to be the big question mark about this team. As we heard, you know, the news of Vandenberg making his way back and, and what he was going to be able to give to the team. I still was a little bit more tepid early on, and it seemed like more people jumped on board with me even after that second injury. But here we are with a lot of question marks there. What do you think Quarles can give him? A guy that's only been practicing for a couple of weeks, but at the very least a guy that looks the part out there. No, if you if he gives them, I don't know, twenty five catches this year, yeah. three hundred and fifty yards and a couple of TDs, I think he'd sign up for that, don't you? I would sign up for that. Yeah, Trent, I told you then when they first announced that Quarles was going to make the transfer to Iowa, I saw two games, and the second game. They rarely even went in his direction. Now, I don't know if that was by design or whoever they were playing had a superb cornerback, so they didn't go that way. But, look, they only throw the ball, meaning New Mexico, when he played there like ten times a game. Right. They just don't like – that's not their philosophy to put it in the air. So the first game that I saw him play, they went to him twice. He made both catches – and one was a big one. It was about 30, 35 yards. The pass wasn't very long. It was might have been 10, 12 yards. He did the rest on his own. So it's hard to say, well, this kid's really got skills because you really don't know. But I can tell you this just from seeing that one play is that he made the catch in traffic, deked a couple of defenders, and ran another 20 yards before he was tackled on the play. So... I, I think the guy has has game. I just think it's a question of, you know, how, how quickly he can get into the offense and become a target for Nate Stanley. Yes. Notice I didn't Good work. I, I Good said work. it correct. Yes, thank you. Yep. For Nate Stanley. And uh, I, I think I think as the season goes on, I think you'll see more and more of, of quarrels uh, at a wide receiver spot. Well, and as we're looking for this team and seeing who's going to step up at the wide receiver position, you know, trying to get into rotation, they have so many guys that they're going to throw out there. You know, Devontae Young, who was the August star a year ago, and didn't even catch a pass last season. Uh, Nick Easley, who was that new shiny toy from Juco that came in this spring and people were talking a lot about. All the freshman receivers. You also wonder how you, you develop the playing time for these guys to find out when the lights are on, when the games are going, mm-hmm. who are going to be the guys that step up? Because there is depth there. It's young depth. It is unproven depth. But 
they have a lot of options at the very least. How does Kirk, how does Brian, how do they manage the minutes there and the reps to find out who's going to play the best at the right moments? I, I'm with you 100%. And this this is going to be an eye-opener against Wyoming. Look, you and I are both on the same page, thinking that Wyoming will not be able to uh, control the running game of Iowa, and Iowa most likely will win this opener. But I just want to see how well Josh Allen plays. He lost his three best wide receivers. They graduated. Lost his top running back. So this is going to be tough, even though, and look, you can be a great quarterback, but if you don't have help at the other skill positions and an offensive line that doesn't block for you real well, you're going to get beat, and most likely you're going to get beat bad. With that, Jimmy B, we need to take a timeout. We'll go from the Hawkeyes to Cyclone Talk next as Alex Halstead from 24-7 Sports, CycloneAlert.com. He joins us coming up on the other side. And right now, an opportunity for you to win some free beer. That's right, Draft House 50. Yeah. Ah, Jimmy B loves the free stuff. Not for you, Brinson, for qualifiers okay. right. right now. 264-1700. We have our big fantasy contest, our League of Champions fantasy draft, happening Wednesday, September 6th out of Draft House 50. You think you know the NFL? You think you know fantasy football? Challenge me, Nick, and a great group of guys out of Draft House 50. Your chance to win and a free beer right now. 264-1700 to qualify We'll take the time out back with more Cyclone Talk with Alex Halstead. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Des Moines? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Des Moines area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Des Moines is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-539-2200. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-539-2200. That's 1-800-539-2200. You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat-screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. 
Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register, and you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. Hi, folks. Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. It's time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, welcome back in as we roll all the way till 6 o'clock. Don't forget we have the uh, Hawkeye Huddle coming up uh, at 5 today right here on the Big Talker 1700. Alex Halstead joins us right now, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Alex, good afternoon, pal. Good afternoon, guys. How are you guys doing on this first game week? Yeah, we're excited. Uh, let's start with the sad news, and then we'll move into the better news, which is game week. And your thoughts on what you saw about former Cyclone Jake Knott getting busted for theft? Yeah, I saw that that news came out, and um, I, you know, the police report showed that, you know, obviously the unfortunate details. I think he was a, you know, went in into, you know, allegedly went into the sports authority. I think in Ankeny and. Um, they say it took you know six hundred dollars or so worth of of goods, I guess. And the second time he came back, they recognized him, and and he stole more stuff, and he was arrested. So, you know, obviously the main thing for him is, like you said, the unfortunate news is. You're, I think there's probably maybe more issues there sometimes um, mm-hmm. when that sort of thing happens. And so, I guess you hope that he gets whatever help he needs, but. I don't know all those specifics. Obviously, you know, at one point he spent a little bit of time in the NFL and had a four-game suspension when he was with the Eagles for um, some kind of banned substance. And so, um, you know, I don't know what his path has really been like since he's been out in the NFL in the last 12-plus months. Yeah, it's uh, a story that leaves you shaking your head. And and we talked about this earlier, but... Alex, this is the part of football that sometimes we don't like to to talk a whole lot about, think a whole lot about, but when the game ends, it can be difficult, and the grind that your body takes, there are difficult moments that pop up and and very well could be the case for Jake Knott. 
Yeah, and Jake had a lot of injuries through his career, which, um, you know, can be, like you said, uh, add a little bit more difficulty to that. Obviously, he had a situation, you know, towards the end of his career where, you know, his season was cut short and people were wondering if he's going to play. I think he played injured and he obviously, I think, had some injury um, stuff in the NFL. I think he actually, that's really why he got cut the last time was because of injuries. And so the injuries, and I think sometimes, you know, you, you, get a little bit of a look in the NFL, then you have injuries and, and your career ends. Um, sometimes it can be difficult for players, like you said, when that career comes to an end. All right, then take us to what we are really looking forward to this coming weekend, you and I and Iowa State. Uh, it's my assumption that Iowa State has to go at least 2-1 and one in non-conference, 3-0 and would be the best ideal situation for them to make six games and find a bowl game this year. Where are you on that? Do you believe they have to be at least 2-1? and Or obviously, I mean, 3-0 and obviously is better, but do you think they have to be at least 2-1 and and it all starts against you and I? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think, you know, to, to get to that six-win mark, that, you know, obviously expectations have been rising, and I don't know if anyone's for saying for sure they're going to a bowl game, but a lot of people expect them to uh, win more than three games this year. I think a lot of people expect them, you know, we've talked before, I think the over-unders at five and a half to be at least on that cusp of a bowl game. And I think to, to even be in the conversation in those last few weeks, you have to go at least two and one in non-conference. You know, the years that you especially lose that opener, things kind of unravel from there. And if you can be at least Northern Iowa and Akron and give yourself a chance against Iowa, um, I think it at least sets them up pretty well going into conference play to be at least two and one. You get Texas on a Thursday, you get Kansas at home this year. Um, there, are, you know, there are teams that have question marks at least where I think they're more toss-ups than maybe years past. Whether that's Texas Tech and Baylor, both are on the road, but Texas Tech has a lot of questions. Obviously, Cliff Kingsbury is on the hot seat, and I think Baylor. I saw today their depth chart came out, and they've got eight true freshmen or eight or nine true freshmen. They've got a lot of guys are going to have to step up being young and they've got the offensive line questions that Iowa State had last year where they just don't maybe have enough pieces on that offensive line. So there's some games that you can go get in the Big 12, but I think you don't want to start behind by being any any worse than 2-1. and one. And that obviously, like you said, starts with Northern Iowa because you know you and I have had some success in the last four or five years against Iowa State, but um, this is a game that I think Iowa State has to get this week to start off on the right foot. Well, improvements up front are going to be a big part of this team and how much improvement that they can make. Uh, we've talked a lot about uh, Camilo Tangamoa waiting for him to get to campus. He's here. Let's start with him. Tangamoa, you know, what is the expectation level? Not much practice. Had to start off uh, in shells the first few days that he was out there. Some thoughts on him and how many snaps you expect to see him play against you and I. And also another junior college guy, Matt Leo. Uh, moving back out to the outside defensive end position after being inside with the last depth chart that we saw. Some thoughts on that? Yeah, Camilo Tangamo is you know the big question, and like you said, the NCAA stipulates that before you can go into full pads, you have to spend at least uh, four practices and two in in just basically a jersey and a, in shorts, two in shells, and then you can go to full pads, which he'll do. Actually, started today, he was going to be in full pads, and so. You know, that's kind of the difficulty is, you know, he's starting game week is the first time he's ever in full pads. And Campbell said, did he come in in elite shape? He didn't, but he's in probably better shape than they expected uh, him to be. So the big question for them was going to be, how does he look in pads on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, going into the game? And they'd have a better idea then. Campbell said he will be in full pads Saturday, so he's going to dress. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's, you know, just going to 
be completely ruled out of the game. For me, I think the expectation these first few weeks, I don't know if you could put much more expectation than Iowa State's hopes got to be that, you know, in a couple of these games, um, they they have leads in the fourth quarter and they can at least get him some reps and so that he has seen game action by the time maybe you get to conference season, which would be three weeks plus a bye or maybe a few games into conference season. But, you know, he, he's got a lot of talent. Matt Campbell said he's got a high football IQ, but I think the big question is the conditioning and that sort of thing. And obviously they hope that he can play sooner than later. With Matt Leo, you know, that's a thing where in the summer the depth chart came out and he's that defensive tackle. And I think, you know, they, they kind of felt like maybe they could put him inside and that would help with their depth. And they got to Paul Camp, and I think he ended up being a lot better outside, whereas uh, Eni Wazrike, who was outside, is now inside. Um, you know, so they can move those guys around. I think like we saw Jaquan Bailey play inside on third downs last year, they can move Matt Leo in maybe on a rush, pass rushing third down. But it's, that's kind of the nice thing, I think, for them that they feel good about is they've got a lot of different pieces. But Matt Campbell did reiterate again, you know, yesterday that that is the biggest question for them is that defensive line because they've got – you know, a lot of talent with Ray Lima, Matt Leo, now Camila Tangamoa, Eni Wazrike, who's a, a redshirt freshman. But those guys haven't played major college football snaps. And so they think they've got the talent there, but how do they handle adversity that comes, you know, starting Saturday? And how do they learn on the fly will be the big question with that defensive front. Uh, we're having a conversation with Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert, talking Iowa State and UNI getting ready for the game this weekend. Uh, Alex, I'm real curious as to your thoughts on how you believe this game will set up. Is it going to be Iowa State opening up the offense immediately, or will it be an Iowa State offense that probes a little bit to see maybe what they can uh, come up with? How, how do you see this? Is this going to be wide open, let's go put the foot on the gas, or will they be somewhat cautious? I think for Iowa State, it would be interesting, like you said, how early do they try to open things up. I think they probably ideally would like to get in that shootout, high-scoring type game because when you and I had success against Iowa State, you know, the last two times they beat them were 28-20 to 20 and 25-20. to 20. And so the last two times they've beat them, they've kept them in the 20s, and that's kind of what you and I want to do. They don't want to – I think they're a little bit more capable offensively this year with Eli Dunn, who's more of a passing quarterback, whereas – Aaron Bailey last year against Iowa State, uh, UNI, or Iowa State, uh, UNI only passed for 135 yards. And so last year was just so run-heavy with UNI, and I think there's still going to be a, always a balanced team that runs the ball. But I don't think they ever probably want to get into that 30-point type game, you know, when you're where Iowa State's scoring 35 and you're trying to keep up with that. So for Iowa State, that'd be ideal probably is to get in that kind of back-and-forth game where UNI has to try to, you know, get into the 30 scoring-wise. I think that was set up well for Iowa State, but it'll be interesting to see how fast they try to set that up because, you know, in last year when you looked at the run game, they really struggled those first several weeks with the run game, which I think a lot of a lot of it was maybe the offensive line, but then Mike Warren wasn't really coming along, and obviously we ended up seeing David Montgomery take over, but you would think they'd probably want to also establish that run early in the season uh, right away with David Montgomery and kind of get him going, but at the same time, with all those receiver targets, you know, there's some questions with UNI secondary. They're trying to replace some guys. They're still trying to settle on who's going to play where, I think. And obviously it's got some size with Hakeem Butler and um, Alan Lazard, and they've liked what Marcy Murdoch has done, and we saw DeSante Jones last year. I would think they'll try to take some shots early because if you can kind of build that lead, then I think you can kind of settle in and do what you want to do. But that's how I think Iowa State maybe tries to win that game is is by getting into that type of shootout that I think – you know, I guess you and I just really want to. 
Last thing for me, Alex, I'll let uh, Jimmy B finish up with you. Uh, what can you tell us about McKendro Alexander after his arrest? He was listed in the depth chart that did come out. Uh, more clarity maybe coming this evening on that? Yeah, we should hopefully you know get some clarity soon. Um, this evening we just get coordinators, then uh, tomorrow we get Campbell, and hopefully at least by the time we get Campbell on Wednesday they'll have a little bit more clarity on if he's going to play or what what's the status going forward. Like you said, um, McEnroe Alexander was was arrested last Friday. He actually turned himself in last Friday from an incident stemming from August 20th. Uh, he's been charged with two accounts of assault, which is basically, you know, from reading the police report, it was you know down the street from the Ames bars, but it, it basically looks like something stemming from a bar fight. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's he was the one that was arrested. The other people involved, I don't think, were. The situation right now, you know, from coming from Matt Campbell, just kind of reading between the lines of what he said is, you know, one of the comments he made Friday, you know, later that night was, that there's two sides to every story. And so he said McEnroe's been up front with them about what's happened since the night it happened. And so Iowa State seems to at least have a feel for, you know, you start to get a sense that there's a little bit more than just the police report. At least that's what he's telling them or that's what they believe. So I think he was going to meet with school officials yesterday or today, and then I think they were going to know more about his situation. Um, like you said, he's a backup safety for them. I think a guy that used to be listed as a backup linebacker. So he's kind of that guy that – maybe doesn't play a ton of snaps, but will be a guy that maybe comes in in that nickel-type package. And so a useful piece for them that really emerged, um, you know, you're not losing a starter if he doesn't play, but still someone that could be a, a part of that defense. And I don't know if he'll play this week, but it didn't seem like, you know, unless things really go, you know, towards the charges right now, that he's going to be kicked off the team. But I guess we'll have to wait and see how that proceeds the next couple of days. All right, about 40 seconds left. Uh, give me your prediction. Uh, we want to know how you think this first game is going to go. Yeah, I think Iowa State wins by, yeah, I don't think they, they, you know, win in a route, but I think they win by a couple scores. I just think, you know, last year they, they lost by five and they had eight, nine penalties for 89 yards. Joel Banning threw two interceptions and they fumbled the ball twice and lost them. So, so many things went wrong last year and they still had chances to win that game. I think this year, it's second year, they don't have all those questions you know going into the season Matt Campbell is established the team's established I think they make fewer mistakes and and the offense really clicks and I think they win by a couple scores uh, to open the season good stuff thank you Alex yep always good pal when we have you on you have a great one Alex yeah thanks guys talk to you next week there you go, Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Trent, uh, didn't you tell me uh, yesterday the line was, what, like 13? 13 is the number I'm currently seeing offshore. Uh, don't okay. believe anybody in Vegas is dealing right now. A lot of times those will pop up. But, yeah, I saw it earlier today when I took a peek again, and it was still at 13. Iowa State minus 13. Jimmy B., who are you taking? Well, I I think the Cyclones are finally uh, loaded. Uh, just way too many offensive weapons. Un- unless Park gets hurt, and I mean, Lord knows you don't want anybody to get hurt. But uh, if, if if he goes down, and that changes the entire game, and I think Alex is kind of uh, right here. He said that. Iowa State wants to get into a high-scoring affair mm-hmm. because that plays into their offensive weapons and, and how quickly they can they can score on people. 
So I I like Iowa State in this in this game, and I think Alex was correct. I think they cover the thirteen this time, Trent. Wow, Jimmy B going out with the Cyclones. Not a surprise, Cyclone Brinson going hey, will out. Will you stop the- it? <laughs> stop it. <laughs> we'll take a timeout. When we come back on the other side, we're gonna talk some baseball. Our man Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com. He joins us on the other side, Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 to noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers on 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Sponsored by ADT. Home isn't just a place, it's the feeling of knowing you're safe. ADT lets you take that feeling with you. Learn more at ADT.com. Come celebrate Tiny at this giant festival, September 22nd through the 24th. It's Tiny Fest Midwest at the Colfax Fairgrounds. Check out the big variety of small homes and discover the joys of simple living. Live music, beer, and lots of fun. Tickets available online at tinyfestmidwest.com. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions? More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. With free next-day delivery from Staples, you can run your business like a pro. You can guarantee the marketing department that they'll get their supplies tomorrow and guarantee the accounting department that they'll be delivered free. With free next-day delivery, you'll have the ability to move deadlines up and adjust budgets down. Go to staples.com and get the office essentials you need delivered next day for free. Staples, it's pro time. Orders over $49.99, placed by 5 p.m. Excludes weekends and holidays. Eligible items only. Your car's in pretty good shape. If it's only six or seven years old, you just commute to work every day and take the occasional road trip. Sometimes you drive around just so your dog can hang his head out the window. Your car doesn't have to be old to accumulate miles. Pennzoil High Mileage is for any vehicle with 75,000 miles or more on it. It's specially formulated to reduce oil consumption and leaks and reduce engine wear. Pennzoil High Mileage, because before you know it, you'll be on the road again. Find Pennzoil at a Walmart near you and make the switch. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company 
and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You found your home for real sports talk. For real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, welcome back in. We roll to the top of the hour. The Hawkeye Huddle coming up at 5 o'clock right here on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, We're going to have a conversation right now with CBS Sports Major League Baseball's Matt Snyder. He's on the Draft House 50 hotline. Matt, good afternoon to you, pal. Hey, how are you doing? We're doing great. Uh, First off, I want to start with the Cubs, where Addison Russell now playing for the Iowa Cubs in AAA tonight. He's going to play shortstop. Uh, They're playing in Memphis this evening. Is it a case in point where you believe Addison Russell has truly been missed in that infield uh, since he's been out? I think he he was greatly at first. Uh, The first week or two when Javier Baez took over, you could tell that he was a lot more used to second base. He was making bad throws. He was botching. He made several errors in the field that just seemed really uncharacteristic. Like he just wasn't comfortable being there on an everyday basis anymore. But now he's settled in, and uh, I I don't think that there's much difference there. Uh, as good as Tommy Lestell has been hitting the ball, you almost can't take him out of the lineup. So it's going to be a case where it's uh, it's a good problem to have because there's going to be too many mouths to feed there. But but right now, if you're looking at Madden wanting to play either Hap or Listella at second with Javi Baez at short and Chris Bryant at third, there's not really a place to put Russell. So it's going to be interesting to see what Madden does. So the Cubs, we've really talked about this going back about a month now. The, the schedule the rest of the way very easy. Also the Cardinals schedule very easy, but... As they sit five games back, a five-game deficit with 31 games right around there to play, not exactly easy to come back from. Even with that easy schedule, do you still see a run out of the Cardinals or a two-team race or still in the end the Cubs pull away and get this thing done in the Central? I think the the smart money is on the Cubs winning it. Uh, Not easily. I, I think we've gotten to the point now, especially after they lost two of three to the Phillies, where you have to just say, Obviously, they miss Wilson Contreras' bat in the middle yeah. of the lineup, but it's just not in the cards to run away with this thing. So, and I did not intend to pun there, uh, but <laughs> it's, it's just 
you, you, I expect the Cubs to win it by four or five games, but they're probably going to have to fight for it down into the last two weeks, and, and that's just how it's going to be with this team this year, and that's fine because uh, maybe the Cubs fans got a little spoiled with making the playoffs two years in a row and winning the World Series, but they have not made the playoffs three years in a row since 1906 through 1908. So making wow. the playoffs three years in a row is a big, big deal. Um, I, I expect the Brewers to, to hang right in there. I think the Cardinals will hang right in there, but I don't think that we're going to see the Cardinals play any better than when they had than when they won eight in a row. I, I mean, are they really the team that won eight in a row? Or are they the team that the rest of the season has been eight games under five hundred? I think they're more the latter. So uh, they'll probably hang around five hundred some, uh, but it's that's going to be enough to stay within striking distance of the Cubs. All right, then. Do you believe, then, that Arizona Diamondbacks and Colorado Rockies hang on, then, to the two wild cards in the National League? Or Milwaukee probably, or St. Louis? Yeah, they probably yeah, or, do, yeah. but neither one's been going well for, for quite a while. And the Brewers right, right. now are three back. The Marlins are red hot and four and a half back. I think both of those teams are going to have to sweat it out. So that that could actually be fun because it looked like, I think both had, like, eight-game-plus eight leads at the All-Star break. It looks like, well... The National League kind of stinks because the only race at all is the NL Central. Well, it, it, now it looks like we might get a wild card race just as much as the NL Central. So, it, it, especially if the Marlins keep playing well and, and you make it about oh, more than just the two Central teams chasing the two West teams. Talking with Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, as he joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Matt, over to the American League side of things, and the American League wild card race continues. It's a ridiculous nature. Speaking of ridiculous, Byron Buxton, a huge weekend. We know the guy can fly. He has the speed, and it looks like that bat is starting to catch up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's he's been awesome in the in the second half, and actually, he had that terrible start to the season, mm-hmm. and he's been working kind of an uphill battle to try to fix his flash line since then, up to two forty nine with three eleven on base percentage, and really. Considering how good he is defensively and on the base pads and with some power, that's not that bad. But he's actually been good, uh, above average, since about the middle of May. And again, you don't notice it as much unless you're watching the Twins every day, as I know you are. Yeah. Uh, but you don't notice it as much when you just see the stat line because he just started so much in the hole. If there was a way to kind of reset that, then a lot more people would be noticing him. Obviously, the three-home run game over the weekend kind of turned a lot of heads. But even before that, he'd been going really well for a while. I'm real curious then in the uh, with the Twins in the middle of the uh, wild card mix. Are the Twins good enough to get get the wild card spot, or is it going to be somebody like the Angels or the Mariners or the Orioles, something like that? I think the Yankees are going to be good enough to hang in. You know, you you could assign. Uh, a number value to like six teams and roll a dice and your that guess would be as good as it is anyone I can paint right now. I mean, it's probably only going to take like 83, 84, 85 wins. And sure, the Twins are good enough. Sure, the Angels are good enough. Orioles, Mariners, Rays, all right there. Royals could get hot again, although I don't think it's in the cards for them this time. Uh, Rangers mm-hmm. could could hang around in that. Again, if you're only talking about 83 or 84 wins, any one of those teams could grab it. So, I mean, it's it's absurd to think about right now. When you go down through the Rangers, yeah, that's six teams not in the second wild card spot right now, but within three games of it. And there are, a lot of them are going to be playing each other, so they're all going to be beating up on each other. There's going to be a ton of movement. 
usually say if you look at the Rangers, well, they have to jump over five teams. But when they're all that close together and in that mix, they're all going to be beating up on each other. So this spot's up for grabs, and it's going to be really fun. What would be hilarious, although Major League Baseball would probably be really annoyed by how it would mess up the playoffs, is if they ended in like a five-way tie and they had to play a bunch of playing games just to get to the wild card game. Well, uh, some disappointing news coming out, uh, including obviously what's happening down in Houston with the devastation of Hurricane Harvey. But what's happened with the Rangers here? Not agreeing to just flip-flop the series? What a bad look for Texas. I think it is, it's a bad situation all around. And, and obviously the most important thing is helping the great people of Houston. Um, on the Rangers, strictly from a baseball perspective, some of the things that we heard were that uh, it would have made them play four road series in a row in, in late September, and they didn't want to do that. In addition to changing all the games on their season ticket holders at last-minute notice, um, it, it still kind of seems hollow to me. Um, I, I think that it's, it's, it's in a, a situation where there's devastation and it's, the Astros are just asking for for help with an easy workaround, and an easy workaround would have been to just trade them. And uh, I kind of wish they would have done it. Um, obviously, they didn't think it was going to get out, but then the Astros went and told everybody. So uh, they had to go into uh, kind of damage control and try to explain themselves. And, and again, it, you can kind of understand it, saying we don't want to play four road series in a row, and we don't want to give our season ticket holders last-minute notice, but... By the same token, I'm sure the Astros didn't like their entire fan base being stuck in a flood, and they don't right. like having to go play in the trap. So kind of kind of wish the, the Royal Rangers would have just done it. I'm with you on that. I found that to be uh, really kind of a disgusting story, to be honest with you, with everything what these people are enduring uh, down yeah. in Houston. I can't, I can't take my eyes off the news coverage. It's unbelievable how people in Houston, people that you don't know, they go and they get their boat and they go and rescue people that they have no clue who they are. All they're interested in is just getting them out of harm's way. It's it's amazing to watch. It is going to be a terrible tragedy that will probably take years to for some for a lot of people to really rebuild their lives. Uh, to yeah. another story, and, and, uh, down to yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, baseball takes obviously takes a, a major major backseat to that. Yes, but I yes. had a, a fleeting thought. Uh, remember, after Katrina, then the Saints ended up turning on winning the Super Bowl. The Astros are really good mm-hmm. this year, and they're in first place. Uh, yeah. Maybe something like that. It kind of helps the Houston community feel better about itself in October if they can make a deep run. I hope that I hope that is the case. I really do. Uh, quickly to a player who has uh, electrified everybody here in the last few uh, weeks, and that's John Carlos Stanton with Miami on an unbelievable home run pace. Uh, is this a guy who gets to 60? Do you think that that is the uh, the case here for Stanton? He has 50 now. I think it would be foolish to think he's not going to at this at this point. Uh, when, when he was in, in like 42, 43, you're looking ahead and you're going, well, you know, yeah, he's really hot right now, but these hot streaks tend to fizzle, and he is inevitably going to go in, a, in like a 15-day drought where he doesn't hit one but he's just keep doing it and he's so big and he's so strong and he's so locked in 
he's so strong, he doesn't have to get all of it for it to leave the yard. You know, it's like what we were saying about Aaron Judge earlier in the year is uh, some of these guys, uh, just let's say Jose Altuve, since we were just talking about the Astros, he pretty much has to get all of it for it to be a home run. And if he just misses it, then it's a warning track shot. If Stanton just misses it, it's 10 rows into the seat. So he doesn't have to get all of this. So I think we're going to see him, if I had to throw a number on it, 64, 65. I think he's got wow. 14 or 15 more in him. And I think that'd be really fun. Let's hope that's the case. It'd be fun to watch that one and what would some people would call the home run record. That will be a conversation for the next time we talk. Matt, enjoy the baseball here tonight. Right. Throughout the week, good catching up with you. We'll do it again soon. All right, take care, guys. There you go. Uh, good stuff out of Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills, Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Trent, uh, we have the Hawkeye Huddle coming up, right? Absolutely. Dave Creighton Jr., Brett Ridge in studio. They're ready to roll, Jimmy B. So you are done. An hour. This is going to become your new favorite night. Tuesdays is man, what Jimmy oh, B lives for. I am loving this. This is awesome, pal. You know, this is good for me. It's good for me. When you're when you're 92, yeah. not working too hard, it's perfect. It, it's absolutely perfect. By the way, uh, remind the boys that it is Nate, not Nathan. Yes, Nate Stanley, not Nathan. <laughs> Get it right. Well, the Hawkeye Huddle comes up on the other side here as we roll through on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Right now at Firestone Complete Auto Care, get $70 by mail on a Bridgestone Visa prepaid card when you buy a set of four eligible Bridgestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Des Moines? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. 
This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Des Moines area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Des Moines is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-539-2200. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-539-2200. That's 1-800-539-2200. At the Home Depot, free carpet insulation means free carpet insulation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet 699 bucks or more means free installation only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. The 4,000 ASE certified technicians at Firestone Complete Auto Care will tell you if you've got the power, you need the traction. Right now at Firestone Complete Auto Care, get $70 on a Bridgestone Visa prepaid card by mail when you buy a set of four eligible Bridgestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Offer valid August 10th through October 8th. In-store only. Claim form required. Excludes Blizzak. Restrictions apply. See claim form for eligible tires and details. Prepaid card issued by the Bancor Bank member FDIC. At Progressive, we think your floral boutique is the bee's knees. In fact, it's all the bee's knees in every hive of bees in all the trees from here to Belize. Please. Everyone agrees. You deserve the expertise of Progressive Business Insurance. With over 40 years of experience helping busy bees and their knees glide with ease like a gentle breeze. So whether you're a worker bee, a queen, or none of these, buzz over to ProgressiveCommercial.com if you please. Faster than a bee's knees as he pollinates the leaves of three trees. Progressive Casualty Insurance and Affiliates. 1700 KBGG Des Moines. A cumulus station. Big news. Big talk. 